Hey, hey man, have uh, have you ever heard of Julian Assange? Oh yes, yeah. That's that. Um, they serve the. It's like Dairy Queen's little mall thing, right? <laughs> Dairy Queen Orange the, it, Julius. They've <laughs> 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 got like smoothies and stuff. That's really good. Oh We're my gosh. theater people. <laughs> we just love the theater. Uh, no, the whole they, atmosphere. You know, we just love going. And if you don't get popcorn, you don't get the experience. I can't say most words. And I feel like extradition. I just said extradition very well. Yeah. I mean, it's not a word, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We need to arrest that guy. We hate this guy. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Not Orange Julius, Julian Assange. It's pretty close. <laughs> Have you ever heard of him? Sorry, is that the French's version of it? That's what they call it over there. It's just Orange Julius, but over there they call it Julius, Julius Assange. Assange. <laughs> and it's going to Julius Assange. No. That sounds legitimately like what they call it. Does kind of sound. I mean, you got me there. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I know who this guy is. Let's just go on. Do you? Yeah, he's the dude, the WikiLeaks guy. Oh, hey, I don't know anything do. beyond that though. Oh, okay. Well, I know he's got a bad haircut. Yeah, he does have a pretty rough haircut. Yeah, he and the, I mean he's had a few haircuts. Julius Assange and the owner of the now Las Vegas Raiders, they go to the same <laughs> barber. I'll tell you what. Have you seen the owner of the Raiders? Why don't you just Google Raiders owner? Yeah, Hair. I can let me grab a picture of him. Sure. I'll grab a picture of him and I'll grab if you're a picture an audio of the listener, Raiders owner. Um Google imagine it. Imagine like a puppet's hair. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> That's probably the best description of like, his hair. Yeah, I have like a doll ever. <laughs> like a little puppet, you know. And that's what the hair on this human being looks like. You got it pulled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm loading it into ProPres right now. So cool. Give me two seconds. Yeah, cut this part out. Um, uh, okay. Also, never mind. Just uh, leave it in. So here is the owner of the Raiders. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like his hair looks like, looks like it's. Uh, it looks like, yeah. It this looks man like is worth so much money, yeah. and he gives his barber none of it. I bet he does this himself. He's got to cut his. He own cuts hair. his own hair. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for choose sure. a different picture where he's outside because the sun reflects off of it differently. Yeah, this you know is. What I'm he's got like some ginger hair. This in is like there a right good now. picture. This is the best picture that exists of this man. <laughs> this is a good picture of this guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pretty you know, I'll hair. say this about him though. Joyful. Joy, he's a happy man for someone with such bad hair. Look at the wrinkles on his face. You can yeah. tell that he smiles yeah. like this a lot. You don't smile like that unless you're genuinely happy. Um, and but Julian Assange, here's a picture of Julian Assange. Very similar haircut. You can tell they go to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. I like it. Audio listener, he just put a picture of John Christ up there. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> There's a picture uh, of Orange Julius. Yeah. Here's no, Julius cut Assange. that John Christ joke out. Um, yeah, see, he looks like. Okay, so Julius Assange looks like. Now, here's. I don't know how fast you can do this. Okay. Okay, but if you can pull up a picture of the Oakland Raiders owner and. Malfoy from Harry Potter. 
I, the best way I can describe Julius Assange is that he looks like he plays the clarinet. Did you say Julius Assange? Whatever his name is, Julian, Julian Assange. <laughs> Julius yeah, I know. Assange. I'm stuck on orange Julius now. <laughs> Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he plays the clarinet. Look at the him. Best. Doesn't he look That's like the that? The best description of anybody I've ever heard. He yeah. looks like he plays the clarinet. Here's Draco. Yep. Here's Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. And you're telling me that these two put, together, put together equals this person. Julian Assange. That's pretty accurate. That's a pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty obvious a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tell me about him. Yeah, so uh, Julian Assange, he's famous for starting WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. uh, which you've probably heard of because uh, they've um, they started Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> They didn't. They didn't do that. Um, they're a different thing. Why don't you tell us what WikiLeaks is? Okay. Are so, you going to in this? Uh, I mean, now's a good time. Yeah. Give the listener an idea. <clears throat> WikiLeaks is a website where if you have something that you wanted to, I don't know, leak to the public, um, you could log in there and you could anom- anonymously give all your information. And then what WikiLeaks would do is they would review it and determine whether or not it was legitimate and then they would publish it for you anonymously. And so they weren't actually going out and getting any of this stuff on their own. This was sourced information. This was sourced information. But how are they verifying it? I don't Do we know. know. They read it and they say they go this might be real. Yeah, that's why last week I went on there and I typed my friend Timothy J Stone is the count of <laughs> Saint Germain <laughs> submit submit and it worked. Yeah, um, it's on I there. Think, I think you have to include like documents. I think there has to be like Oh, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uploaded a whole folder. I'm just it's been my data. I've been collecting on you for decades. I'm like, look how old this guy looks. <laughs> <laughs> There's like images that you've doctored and like all these like documents from the FBI that you photoshopped. Yeah, about me being okay. That's great. Look at this picture of him wearing an FBI hat. <laughs> He knows about the FBI. He must be a part of it. <laughs> so it's a it's a site that you could leak information through. Yeah, if you had something about and they would what really kind of based on a feeling. Did they have fact checkers? Did they have any kind of I think they did like I, I, I don't think it was just like a, oh this feels real like because you had to <laughs> release your documents. This and stuff. feels real. <laughs> There's someone who goes. Hmm, I don't get a good feeling about this one. <laughs> <laughs> they printed it out and they, Put they had two. They have like four manila folders laying on the table all closed <laughs> and then someone just goes. I'm getting a good feeling from this one good about this. They had this one feels like Scientology, <laughs> but this one this one feels real now they put it. They had scales in their office like old fashioned scales and then they had uh, a document that they owned that they had purchased. Like, this is true. That was real. They would put that on one side and they put it on the other side and if it balanced, then it was true. Mm-hmm. That's how they did it. I this heard. one's a make them up. <laughs> uh, so they would publish these documents and they're, they've gotten pretty famous because there's been a lot of very major classified things that yeah, they publish that have come from directly from WikiLeaks and Julian Assange is the founder of WikiLeaks. Um, he was born in 1971 in Australia uh, to parents who were um, uh, theater people. Um, 
They watched a lot of movies. Oh We're my gosh. theater people. We just love the theater. Uh, no, the they, whole atmosphere. <laughs> you know, we just love going. And if you don't get popcorn, you don't get the experience. Uh, they were. Uh, uh, they traveled around Australia, um, and they would put on these productions. Oh, okay. Um, and they were they they like. I mean, they acted sometimes, but more than acting, they like produced these plays sure. and musicals and things like that. Um, and so, by the time uh, Julian graduated high school, uh, he had lived in thirty different cities. Oh, wow! Um, and gone to thirty different schools. Um, and met 30 different people. Just one person <laughs> at each school. I'm only allowed to meet one of you. Who will it be? <laughs> What's he pointing? He's deciding. <laughs> Hello, class. We have a new student today. Yeah. <laughs> he hushes the teacher. <laughs> I've got a good feeling about that one. Meet me uh, outside at recess. Tell me everything you know about the Australian government. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid is just like, it's like first grade. Yeah, you know? he's, like, he's like, hey, I'm like eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, I am young. <laughs> he says, I'm glad you picked me because, man, I am very old. Yeah, but what if he finds like the kid who does know a lot about the government, though, you know? He's like, okay. I got you, bro. Do you think children are conspiracy theorists? Do you think there's like conspiracy theorist kids out there? Oh, for sure. I was one of them. <laughs> okay, go ahead then. Julian Assange. So he's gone. He's got a he's a diverse life. Yeah, if yeah. Just like he's experienced a lot of things all yeah. over Aus- the Australian outback and front back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I what if, if outback is it wouldn't it be out the, front in, in <laughs> Oh yeah, out front. I was gonna say in back. <laughs> he knows the out back, the out front, the in back, and the in front. <laughs> Been to them all. Um, so Julian's got a wide array of experiences, um, and he gets really into computers when he's in high school. Uh, so much so that uh, by the when way, he's in high school, this is like the eighties. Yeah, this is the eighties. Um, so much so that in the, in the eighties, uh, uh, he. Uh, joined an ethical hacking group, um, which if you don't know, there's such a thing as ethical hacking. Um, basically what it is is you and all your hacker buddies. Um, you find organizations, whether they're companies or governments or crime syndicates. Sure. They're doing illegal things and you hack them um, and you make it to where you change their passwords and stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> or you you find you just stumble across one of their computers still logged into Facebook <laughs> and you post in their status and you go. Ah, I got hacked <laughs> and they're so embarrassed <laughs> they're so that they embarrassed. reveal all their secrets. <laughs> they stop being a bad person. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I have to change my ways. <laughs> you embarrassed me into purity. <laughs> That was youth group in the 2000s. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not peer pressure, it's fear pressure. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you, you, you're really letting that one wash over you. Uh, Terrible. So, uh, so yeah, so he got into ethical hacking. Yeah. Uh, in the 80s. And there are some some uh, ethical hacking groups still. 
Yeah, there's plenty of them. And, and in fact, it, it's, it's a huge thing. Like governments have ethical hacking squadrons. <laughs> okay, that are ethically hacking uh, their enemies, um, which <clears throat> at that point, the word ethical comes into question. I was going to say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything is ethical. <clears throat> anything is ethical as long as you are convinced that what you are doing is good. Mm-hmm. But even if what you're doing is good is evil, if you have decided that it's good, then yep. it's ethical. Yep. Yep. We could get into a whole thing yep. here, you know, but we're not professors. We're not ethics. And one of us has a degree. <laughs> Great. Um, and so there is uh, uh, allegedly he was involved in the uh, major in 1989. There was a major hack against the NASA. <laughs> <laughs> the NASA. Uh, it was a uh, a worm virus, uh, which were popular in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was a bug that went into the computer and just broke everything. Um, known as Wank, uh, which was worms against nuclear killers. Which I don't think the NASA built nukes ever. Sure, but, but they did build rockets, which were could be propelling to nukes. nukes. Anyways. Um, there's there's allegedly he was a part of that um, and either a part of developing the wink virus or did develop it and sure send it, which is the type of thing. It does fall in line with the type of thing that you're just telling this part of the story very slowly. Just so you know, sorry. You're you like speed he up? developed a if that was too slow for you allegedly change it to double speed. Go back change it to double speed and play it again was used <laughs> against NASA and I don't think that NASA was okay, whatever fine it's making. I'll talk faster. Okay, news. Jeez. okay. You ready? But he may mm. or may not have that. Do you hear it's like, like, it's like the friend? Do you feel how crazy you're sounding right now? <laughs> do you do, are you are you annoyed that I'm talking like that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah we yeah, all yeah. are too. Yeah, yeah all yeah, of yeah, us yeah. all okay, of us. Okay. Every all, right. all three of us that listen all to this right, episode. Fine. I get that. I get it. You okay? You could have just said, "Hey, also, talk fast." Quit talking with your mug. What are you doing? <laughs> Put the mug down. I'm holding the mug. I can't. I'm so distracted by the fact that you're just like. Anyway, <laughs> so here you, you're talking with it. <laughs> you're talking with it like it's velcroed to your hand, right? <laughs> you're just like, all right. Anyway, we velcroed this to my hand before the shoot. <laughs> We super glued a Velcro strip to the palm of my hand. Yeah, Velcro. we had two <laughs> options. We could have super glued the cup to your hand, but that would damage the cup. Yeah, you're right. We needed to super glue Velcro to your hand. We had to let that dry. Then we had to put Velcro on the mug, which we super then, glued. To yes, the mug. obviously. And then now we have, and you just ripped your skin off. It hurt a lot. You can't put that mug down for the rest of the episode. Got it. Deal. Deal. Very funny. Shake Great. my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we should quit. We can't do this. It's we made it. We made it some time. All right, but we should give up. So Julian, uh, he was uh, allegedly part of a wink, hacking group, a part of an ethical hacking group. They did some things that maybe people knew about. Yeah, this wink thing was very much in line with the type of stuff that he sure. was doing. He was really big on. Uh, he was very anti-war. Bro, slow and down. So what
I knew. I knew as soon as I told you. <laughs> as soon as you were like, I'm gonna talk real fast. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna make a him. joke. All right. His dad was a big anti-war guy. Okay. Um, for years before <laughs> this, and so it seems like Julian picked was that, that up. All, all their plays were like anti-war plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they they would roll into town and they'd be like, "Invite everyone. This is war crimes." The musical. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, like a Heaven's Gate, Hell's Flames kind of thing, but it was yeah, about yeah. war. But it was about war. I love that for them. Yeah. So um, he was always very very Activist. big anti, very aware of what was happening in the world. Very yes. In, yes. And yes, his, were his parents. Would you call his parents activists or not? I would call them activists. Okay, um, and so he got into a little bit of activism himself, mostly through hacking yeah. activism, if you will. Right. Um, and so he hacked a lot of stuff. Uh, and then in uh, this is fun. <laughs> Why don't you type something? <laughs> I saw your brain try to figure it out. <laughs> I saw your brain look at the keyboard and then look at the mug. You can put the mug down to type. No, I can't. <laughs> it's Velcro to my hand. <laughs> I figured it out. Uh, so in the late nineties, he began working on this project that okay. would eventually become WikiLeaks, which he released in October of two thousand six. Okay. Um, which Wikipedia very nicely told me is fifteen years ago incorrectly. Uh, it's actually sixteen years ago. Yeah. Um, Hasn't been updated. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, WikiLeaks comes out. And almost immediately uh, becomes a worldwide firestorm uh, because they started leaking things. Yeah, but like, how do you build a leaking website? You know, how like what is the first thing? Like, you're like, I want to build a place where people leak things, and then you just go, what do you just like? Be like, hey, does anybody have anything they want to leak? Like, what do you? How do you? Yeah, I think I think. And then someone in a, in a cubicle at your office is like, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> I've got something. Um, I think it's similar to like, like I'm sure it was just a contact form. You would upload all your stuff, and then I mean, I understand how the website works. I'm saying, how do you get the word out? Well, marketing. Oh, okay. <laughs> they started a big billion dollar ad campaign. They had a Super Bowl ad. Okay. <laughs> it was like got a big secret about the Ex United States government. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like expose the secrets you know, and then you just get people being like, my neighbor's cheating on his wife, and they put like put that on WikiLeaks. Put that on WikiLeaks. Uh, no, they, they were more concerned with war. Um, oh, so. okay. <clears throat> well, uh, they released uh, this file that has since been dubbed the collateral murder footage. Oh, um, from um, a airstrike in Baghdad, um, and this was obviously the middle of the yeah, operation uh, war on terror. Yeah, um, and in this video, this, the video is pretty horrible. Um, there's a there's a group of what the the pilots of this helicopter seem to think are um, militants, um, right. but there it's just. Uh, a group of like locals walking through the town um, and they saw they thought they were holding guns. They're actually reporters from Reuters um, reporting on the war oh. and they had big cameras with long lenses that they were capturing things with um, and so they were talking back and forth with base with the local forward base and basically trying to get permission to fire on them. Eventually they got it and they engaged them killed them all. Um, but there's kids there and the horrible part about the videos you can hear the pilots 
and the gunners like laughing and cracking jokes while they're shooting these people. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at the end of it, you hear um, one of them says, well, that's what you get for bringing your kids to a gunfight. And the other guy's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yikes. And so like it was it was a very like, explosive very video right. footage um, and that comes out that gets that hits the news and it becomes a giant media firestorm, right? Um, and that was like their first big leak. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they had leaked other stuff, but this was yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. This was the first thing that they, like, they put the story out about the neighbor's wife and all that stuff. <laughs> they they did the small ones, but they were doing a lot of the this is their big one. This was their big one, and this was almost overnight, instant worldwide news. Oh, for sure. Everyone's talking about it and covering it. Well, I mean, like, and do you think that shaped internet culture now? Because internet culture now is just like you can just put stuff like I see Twitter videos mm-hmm. that are just like, you know, exposing people on online. Maybe um, uh, maybe because I don't know if I remember a time before that. I mean, to be fair before that before 2006, there wasn't a lot of opportunity. There wasn't a lot of internet for you to put your own stuff on the internet. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. like YouTube didn't exist. You would have Facebook to have money resource to put things out mm-hmm. for there sure. There was MySpace. There was places where you could post stuff, uh, but huh. it was a lot less than anyway. Now. The internet's definitely more us than it is someone else now. Anyways, um, that's an interesting idea. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. Uh, if you like our show, make sure to leave a podcast review in whatever platform you use, or if you're on YouTube, drop a comment. Uh, if you want to listen to another episode, my favorite right now is Jose Canseco. Uh, it's this guy in the MLB who really brought steroids mainstream for the sport and did a lot of other just absolutely insane stuff. And there might be a little bit of aliens in it. So check that episode out. It's one of my favorites. But thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L, in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Um, but along with this this video, <clears throat> this was the explosive thing that got all the media attention. But along right. with this video, um, there was about, and you're not going to believe this, 750,000 documents from the war uh, in Iraq. And how are they? How how is someone leaking <clears throat> this kind of stuff? So the way this happened 
this specific leak uh, came from um, a woman named Chelsea Manning. Oh, okay, um, yep, yep, yep. And she was a at the time. Uh, she hasn't translation to Chelsea. I don't know. I don't remember what her name was before then, but she was a soldier in the Iraq war and she was like traumatized by the experience mm-hmm. and realized there was a lot of corruption and a lot of just terrible things happening there and realized above all else that the numbers of deaths and civilian casualties were severely mis- underreported reported. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, we were severely underreporting them um, and so she uh, with the help of Julian Assange, she kind of got in touch with him at WikiLeaks, got kind of some tips on how to hack into their computers and at the like forward land base, like she was able to get into. Oh my gosh. One of the computers and she just downloaded everything onto yeah. a jump drive. And then later when she made it back to the States, she uploaded that to WikiLeaks um, and the video is included in that upload. Got it. And there's other well, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously the video is what takes you know, that's that's clearly like yeah, a that was one of the 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 strongest because um, it's a video and yeah. you could hear the way that they right, were right, talking. Right. It, was, it was just a horrible, horrible video. It plays well in the news. Yeah, not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, not it's the, the type of thing that the news is going to pick right, up and run. Right, right, right. Um, and a lot misreported numbers, <laughs> horrible does news, but you got a video that shows soldiers yeah. with their just um, apathetic w- response. What was wild was along with those in those documents, there was stuff about about the numbers, about how how much higher the real numbers were, right. about a lot of airstrikes and how so many of those airstrikes um, there was no combat. Just details of yeah, war crimes. Straight up war crimes. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of like backdoor deals <clears throat> with different countries to secure resources while they're there. Like sure. crazy just it was a very, very bad release for the US government. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was when people realized, <laughs> oh, the government's still sketchy. <laughs> yeah. And needless to say, when this comes out, the United States was like that Julian Assange guy. We don't like him, um, and yeah. they really, really wanted to arrest him um, at this point. But for what? Uh, for telling all their secrets. But it could. <laughs> Here's what's interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> he's an Australian-born, yeah, human. Um, and at this point, he was living in the UK. Um, not an American citizen, um, not involved at all. And at the end of the day, all he did was publish a bunch of documents. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the issue was these documents were classified documents that were stolen. Yeah, um, but he didn't steal, them. but he didn't. Um, he did. He helped. He did <laughs> aid and abet. Got it. Got it. Got it, got um, it. So he was a part of it, but there's still it feels like they want to make an example out of them. Oh honestly. yeah, for sure. They're like, hey, don't do this. Yeah, uh, and so um, they immediately began, which is exactly why I think that all conspiracy theorists on YouTube are all wrong mm-hmm. because if they were right, the government would be like, don't do that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but they're they're so wrong that it's just like whatever. They just don't care. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you can make a little YouTube channel. Great. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, I was thinking. I mean, it's 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 a tangent. It's too far. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We don't have different. much time for this. Okay, so just get to the point. Um, so Julian Assange, he's <laughs> uh, he's a guy, a guy, you know, and he made a website, and some stuff came out through that website, and uh, he's still a guy. 
Good luck. So Chelsea Manning gets arrested. She serves, I think it's seven, years, seven years in prison. Yep. Um, they begin to build their case against Julian Assange. Julian Assange becomes enemy number public enemy number one. And I of bet the they United used. States. They were like, "Hey, you can reduce your time if you like." They were probably working that angle hard, probably for her for her prison yeah. sentence stuff. I'm sure. Um, meanwhile, uh, and Julian, she dipped right. She's not in the United States anymore. I'm not certain okay. on that. Okay, so that's um, a different tangent. But uh, Julian, meanwhile, had become almost like a hero. Pretty much everywhere yeah. else in the world. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everywhere else in the world, they're like, "That was really cool." What you it's did. almost like it's like vigilante justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was doing these almost TED Talk type events all over yeah. the world, talking about. Well, this is also this, this. one of the scariest things about the internet. Yeah. was that oh, we don't have the ability to cover things up anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you know. That's yep. why they wanted to make an example of him. It was like, hey, you can't use the internet. This, this, this fairly new thing that yeah. is still out here. You're not allowed to use it to do this. Yep. Yep. You know, and so and well, so of that course was, that was what was interesting is the United States was really mad, but pretty much every other country was like, was like yeah. that was well, really cool because it wasn't about them. Yeah, and, and they, they had to come out with a PR that was like, yeah, we love they, you know, because we have nothing to hide. We are. So we love what you're doing. We love what you're doing. Yeah, don't look at us. Jewels. Don't look at us. Um, yeah. So pretty much every country loved him, and he did. A, he did like this book tour type thing. Yeah. Where he was doing these speaking engagements and doing these talk shows and stuff like that. Talking about yeah, all this stuff. But he didn't and write a book. He just released a seven hundred fifty thousand <laughs> classified documents document. about the United He's States war People are bringing it. <laughs> People are bringing. He's signing the the leaked document. <laughs> He's like, you guys know I didn't write this, right? <laughs> well, yeah, no, but in a way you did. But in a way you did. Uh, you wrote it in the annals of history. They're bringing their us. their home computer <laughs> for him to sign. <laughs> They're standing in line with a giant monitor under the. It's one yeah, of those dude. Dells. Yeah, dude. Orange Julius is gonna sign my computer. <laughs> Orange Julius. <laughs> hey, could I get a large uh, banana? Mama, and also, could you sign my computer? Banana Mama, is that what you just went for? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what the drinks were there. Matter it, either. Do, are Orange Julius still around? Yeah, I haven't seen an Orange Julius in years. Because you haven't, I been, haven't to been to a mall, mall in years. years. <laughs> right, exactly. I actually, we went on my birthday. Uh, to Brie the bought mall. Me a, Brie bought me a bunch of new clothes. Oh, I'm glad um, you're you're you got super defensive when you said that too. I was like, to the mall. Brie bought me a bunch of clothes. <laughs> I love that your sugar mama's taking care of you, dude. She was like, she was like, for your birthday. Here's what happened. Here's here's a couple things that have have happened over. She's the past like, couple we're gonna years. go over the past couple of years. I used to work at a church, and now I don't. Which means I'm gonna take the you majority to of my wardrobe. So you can just dress how you want to. <laughs> the majority of my wardrobe was is, church march. Was church march, which I'm not like. I'm not mad about it, but it's also like, wow, I was also like why every shirt I wear is a from church. your previous employer from my previous. Yeah, which is a little yeah, weird. It'd be like if you got fired from Pizza Hut, but you still <laughs> drove still around with that leave. thing on the top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and so so she took I think they let you keep that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't let you, but you did, can't did Pickleman's have one. Did you yeah, have they one did. On top I of your never car? put it on my car because because those things they're these super powered magnets. They dent your car. They dent the roof of your car. Do they really? Yeah, they do. Every time you put them on and pull them off, they dent it. It oh. was so annoying, um, and they would get really mad whenever and you cared. Whenever I did, because I, well, I had a nice car then. The car you had then is objectively <laughs> better than the car you have now. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, and corporate would come. They'd be like, you got to use that. I'm like, you don't pay me enough for me to use that. And I'd go out and I'd just go. Anyways, this is not important. So Brie took me to the mall. Brie took me to the mall. To Zoomies. To, to Zoomies and all the stores that Did I like. Did you shop at Zoomies? Well, yeah, I went to all those stores. It was very disappointing. His eyes got so embarrassed when I said that because his eyes were like, yeah, that's exactly where here's, we went. Here's what's frustrating. Yeah, here's I what's frustrating. Have, growing up, I was a uh, PacSun, Zoomies, Hot Topic, Vans, Journeys, all of those stores. Mm-hmm. They don't up, They don't pander to me anymore. They have lowered their standards um, and now. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. You're saying that you had high standards before. No, no, and no, no. Now no, no, when no. you go in, you're like these. I'm saying I want to go into a Zoomies and buy black t-shirts with skulls on them, um, but now all they have is like tie dye stuff with wrappers. on Oh them. yeah, they're um, like they're like they're in bucket hats. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're appealing to I don't know the audience that they want to sell stuff to and it makes me feel like my place in the world is shrinking and you and look, you it. look at the girl behind the counter of zoomies and you said ma'am <laughs> <laughs> I'm really old. <laughs> But all this to say, being in a mall was a surreal experience because uh, it seriously has been like a decade since I've been. It's in super one. weird there. It now. was the oddest. Malls are sketchy, dude. It was very odd. Yeah. Um, it it genuinely felt like walking into a time machine. Yeah. Like, or an alternate reality. Like it was odd. They're not good. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back to <laughs> Julian Assange. Um, uh, I don't remember why we started talking about malls or what. I brought up Orange Julius story. again. It was a joke. They're signing. They're signing that he's doing his little book tour. He's speaking. Uh, yeah, he's other his, countries are like this guy is a leader. This guy's great. Um, well, then he started releasing stuff about other countries. Yeah, and, they and were then like, they started being like, we don't like this guy. No, it's kind of <laughs> like. It, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of like when you become friends with the person who's really funny and they make fun of everybody else. You know, you don't know talk about like that person <laughs> at your high school who was just like a jerk to everybody, but it was yeah, like yeah, funny. Yeah. So you're like, ah, ah, so you're like friends with them. Yep. You're trying to be buddy buddy. Yep. All, all out of I don't want you to make fun of me. Yep. You know, and then they turn on you anyway. Yeah, and that seems like what they were doing with Julian Assange where they're like, hey, buddy. Yeah, thank you for releasing that about the United States. Those horrible monsters. Yep. Yeah, but because we would never do anything. <laughs> Why are you telling us we were friends, man? We were friends, bro. Um, but it wasn't just governments. He was also exposing um, he individuals, corporations. No, he, yeah, corporations. It, it, there was in 2008. He exposed a lot of the banks that about what was going on yeah. that led to the housing crisis. Um, I should say he because at this point, WikiLeaks was a large group. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, other yeah. people that were involved in it. I think he takes the flag because but he started he's, it. He's the the operator of at the, in the, at the end of the day. Thing. He puts his hand on a manila folder <laughs> and says, I feel that this one is this right. So did he did, they, did WikiLeaks expose the housing crisis stuff before or after the crash? Um, it was after the crash. Well, oh, I mean, I, I guess you. it was in the middle of the during crash. the crash. So yeah, like, look during what the crash. Yeah, um, and so um, by this point, the US has put their case together and they basically put out this order to have him extradited to the US mm. uh, so he can be tried for his crimes. Um, and so he is like kind of avoiding while they don't get tried for theirs. <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. He's trying to avoid his extradition um, and I just want to take a note for a second. I can't say most words and I feel like extradition. I just said extradition very well. Yeah, I mean, it's not a word, but go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so 
Uh, he's avoiding his extra dice. Uh, <laughs> hey, anybody got some extra dice in here? I forgot mine. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. So he uh, he's trying to avoid this and then this uh, in 2010. Yeah, um, while he was in Sweden or uh, well before he was in Sweden a little while before that and then he was back in the UK and then now Sweden is like, hey, this stuff has come out. Um, basically, he had some sexual abuse allegations come out about him. Somebody wicked leaked were, him. Yeah, they were trying to extradite him back to Sweden to try him for. <laughs> you see the look in my eye for a second there. I was like, yeah, Swedia <laughs> to Swedia. Uh, they were trying to get him extradited back to Sweden. So now he's got two countries that are like, hey, hey, we need you to come here so we can arrest you. And he's hey, like, why don't you? Come hang out over here. Yeah, all of his no ads. Reason. All of his Facebook ads are vacation. <laughs> vacation ads. Vacation to, to Sweden. <laughs> Take a sweet break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so he's in the UK, and the UK takes a stance, and they basically were like, um, "We're with the Swedes and the Uniteds." On this. and if we see him, we're arresting him and shipping him out to one of you guys. Oh wow! Um, uh, because I don't know, they were trying to play politics. Oh well, yeah, they got stuff hidden too, though. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we need to take. Like, this we got to get this guy off the streets. Yeah, man. this guy's got to go away. Um, so, so where is he now? Uh, well, here's what happened in 2010. Uh, he walked into uh, the Ecuadorian embassy and pleaded asylum, uh, and had all his paperwork together and they're like, okay, and so he camped out uh, in like a office, a back office apartment thing that they set up for him. Yeah, um, and immediately upon arriving, so he, he dressed up like a, a delivery driver. Okay, waltzed in uh, with a box and inside the box was his papers uh, papers to to plead for asylum and so then uh, almost immediately after he pleaded that asylum word got out and then um, from that point forward, someone for the posted our WikiLeaks. <laughs> someone UPS WikiLeaks driver <laughs> just went into the Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian, Ecuador, Ecuador, whatever. Equator? No. They went into the uh, and, and pleaded asylum. Um, Sinned. <laughs> from that day forward, for roughly <clears throat> 10 years, there were 10 British police officers outside that door at all times ready to arrest him if he walked out the door um, and he literally didn't leave the building. So he's effectively under arrest. Yeah, they've got him under house arrest in the Ecuadorian embassy um, and the British uh, parliament. That's what they're called, right? The British government. Yeah, parliament. Um, they're like if he walks out these doors, he's arrested. We're, we're sending him off to but Sweden. can they do that at the embassy. What do you mean? Can they do that? Like that's that's technically that's Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah, so they can't go in. The the police can't go in there, and they can't take him. But okay. if he walks out the doors, then they can arrest him. Okay. Um. So they're literally just hanging out. But the, he's got like a yard and stuff. Well, I mean, this is uh, this is in like uh the city, and so oh, it's then like, you got to plan which embassy you go to. You know? yeah, you have to pick an embassy with a backyard. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you just go to smart. a small embassy. Yeah, you need a big embassy. 
this embassy. <laughs> you need to look for an embassy suites. You need a <laughs> and you need to find like a like a realtor for embassies. Yeah, it would help you find an embassy that fits your needs. Yeah, I actually uh, love the HGTV show yeah. um, embassy hunters, right? <laughs> and so you tour three different embassies. Yep, yep. And you're like, there's this one's three, really. There's three. I don't know. And they always choose the one that you don't want them to choose. Yeah, you're always upset about it. They always choose the middle one. The, like yeah, the, the like, one that's like middle of the road. One? Yeah, it's almost like they're actors. But you yeah. know, these people, they did commit international crimes and they've got world powers coming after them. So allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, so Julian is in in this embassy. And while they're there, Ecuador uh, was treating them really well. They wired new internet connection to the like embassy. You, have so a that you, you run a website, right? <laughs> All right, we're gonna get you faster internet because you want to keep running that. We don't want to keep you from your. We don't want to keep you from what you do. Uh, yeah, so they were basically like, "Hey, we'll help you do this." But imagine you that you're a person us. who works at an embassy. Yeah, right? you're going to work every day. Yeah, you're just there at your job. Yeah, and then some dude rolls in, and now he lives there. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> your boss comes in for ten like, years. Uh, hey, Mike. Um, so. Last week. Hey, Mike. So last week, <laughs> this is yeah. not Australia. Oh, well, this is the Ecuadorian embassy too, but he comes in. He's like, hey, Mike. So last week, um, I know, but they, we, do they, we gave you that promotion. Are they all from Ecuador? You, you got that new office and we're going to need that office gonna back. Need that back because this guy who runs this website, this UPS driver. Yeah, he needs to live in your office. <laughs> That's fine. Is it just a couple weeks? Yeah, I don't know. Probably something like, like that. the next nine years. Probably five hundred and twenty weeks. <laughs> if I had to put a number on it, that's my that's my ballpark. Um, so they did they they hired a new security agency to make sure that nobody like hired like a strike force to come and get them or something yeah. like that. Like like they were protecting the embassy, but they were also protecting him. Um, yeah, but he makes it a threat to the embassy. Yeah, because he's there, uh, and because now there's two. Uh, one of arguably the most powerful country in the world yeah. and then another Just Sweden <laughs> relatively powerful country. Uh, that's the most American thing we've ever said on this. The podcast. Swedes. <laughs> yeah, one's the most powerful country in the world. The other one's Sweden. <laughs> so it's like wouldn't that be cool though if they pulled it off <laughs> and they were the ones you got them. Wouldn't that be the underdog story? <laughs> So so he's he's in there um, and he's running WikiLeaks from the embassy, uh, never leaving. His family comes every Christmas. What year does he go in? Uh, two thousand ten, in November. Every Christmas, his family comes and celebrates Christmas with him in the embassy. Um, like we're here to visit. Yeah, we're just visiting. Did you bring your passport to an embassy? I don't know, maybe because it's technically Ecuador, right? Hmm. Anyways, so he. Oh, uh, world travel. <laughs> <laughs> Never been on a plane, but I've been to every country. Yeah, they've got a little in in Great Britain, right down one of the. Where is the main the, uh, the Ecuadorian planet, embassy here in the United States? Avenue. I don't know. Like Google Maps. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I tricked him on that one. <laughs> the look on your face. That was fun. <laughs> Man, I misspelled that. Can we find like bad? I, I don't. I guess I don't understand how embassies work, but we can figure that out later, I guess. It is. Oh uh, uh, wait. Uh, mm. Wouldn't it be weird if it was just like in Indiana? Oh, this is the U.S. embassy in Ecuador. I don't yeah. want that. Anyway, we can Anyways. figure that out later. 
Hey, thank you again for listening to this episode. Making sure that you don't miss one in the future, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You'll get an alert when we drop a new episode. And if you want more, if you want something a week early, you want to be part of our Discord, more access to us as creators, uh, you can support this show on Patreon. It helps us go a long way. Nothing that we're doing is possible without our Patreon supporters. If you want more information about that, please text Tillin to 66866. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, well, so he's, he's there for 10 years. He's in there running WikiLeaks from within the walls of the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah. And while he's doing this, um, he does something pretty significant that you might remember. Um, he leaks all of Hillary Clinton's emails yeah. during the 2016 campaign. Um, and now Hillary Clinton is a huge enemy of WikiLeaks and very vocally. Um, it's like, well, that's very dangerous. Yeah, very vocally talking about him. Yeah, and Donald Trump is very vocally talking about how much he loves WikiLeaks. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I love WikiLeaks. They're great. They're one of the best things about America. And it's like, he's not, oh, yeah, it's uh, uh, anyways. Well, he's gonna take credit for it. We all know fine. how the election happens. Well, literally days after the election ends, Trump <laughs> claims he doesn't know who uh, Julian Assange is or WikiLeaks is. Um, yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to a mall. <laughs> You know, I, just, I don't have mall money. Yeah. I'm, I'm richer than malls. I don't go to zoomies. <laughs> I don't wear t-shirts with skulls on them. What is what is the lowest income you could have to still be a mall shopper? Or wait, oh. highest income you could have? Well, to still I don't, be a mall I don't shopper. go. <laughs> so somewhere between you and me. <laughs> I'm not a mall shopper. This is the first time I've been in years. Well, but you shopped at a mall, didn't uh, you? I guess I'm a mall shopper. <laughs> So, uh, so pretty quickly in Trump's presidency, uh, the dialogue shifts, and then the Trump uh, administration, early in the presidency, very uh, sharply begins to pursue Julian Assange. Yeah, they're like, um, <coughs> dude, you know exactly what happened to as he becomes president, and then they're like, you know, he can find out stuff, right? And he's like, hey, like what? Like, like, like he can what find kind out of stuff? stuff? And like, well, I mean, like he knows here's some stuff he could find out <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we need to arrest that guy. We hate this guy. <laughs> um, so uh, anyways, so he does that leak and he's back in the news and he's doing these sounds like he's due for another one. He's doing these press conferences from the embassy, but what he's doing and in, it's the most um, I, I don't know what to call it like uh, World War One movie type of thing, where yeah. he literally is in the middle of London or somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was London, uh, and he's walking out on the balcony of this embassy to the streets with all the police below. These all these reporters that are just constantly filming this embassy now, um, and he comes and just gov- walks out and does this speech about his leaks. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> walks back in. Uh, the apartment and everyone on the streets like, oh, it's Julian um, <laughs> from the balcony. <laughs> uh, so years go by of this, uh, and then in uh, the late 2010s, I believe it was 2018, 2017, <clears throat> Ecuador's president, um, his term ends, and mm. so a new president is elected and takes new power. president is like, and the new Mike p- needs his office back. The new president is like, you know what would be cool if we weren't opposing, you know, the United States and they and Sweden 
He's more afraid of Sweden. And so they started trying to find a reason to be able to kick him out of the embassy. Mm. They they under their law. They didn't doesn't have, flush they the to toilet. <laughs> you know, this is like a bad roommate. So they they fired their security agency, hired a new security agency, which is a little sketchy. And then they planted cameras throughout the whole embassy and oh. throughout his suite and like like secret cam- these aren't like like they set up a webcam so like garden gnomes with cameras for yeah, us. They well they were putting cameras inside the fire extinguishers yeah in the restrooms hidden cameras and they were watching everything Assange was doing trying to find a reason they could kick him out um, and then eventually they just did they were just like um, like, all right, you they, gotta go. They took away they took away his razors so he couldn't shave. Um, but really, they were like, it's a weapon. That's what they said. But I think uh, it, when it, eventually when it happened, he got he got he got kicked out. They pushed him out the door, and then the British police were standing there and they arrested him. Um, and they shipped him off to Sweden. And while he was in Sweden, um, he was serving his his sentence. Um, it was a fifty week sentence. And he's serving his sentence, and they had him psychologically evaluated. And they said that uh, he was exhibiting signs of people who had been mentally tor- tortured for a long period of time, um, which is it makes sense because the guy, he's living in this embassy. He lived in this this single room, not being able to go outside, not going outside, and not having any personal contact. Really, mm-hmm. there was his his dad at, at the beginning. He had a lot of family that was coming out and seeing him. Yeah. His wife ended up leaving. I him. mean, he's essentially on house arrest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his wife his wife left him. She got custody of the kids, yep. and so he stopped seeing his family um, and his dad was the only person who would come visit him, um, but his dad lived back in Australia, so his dad was coming back ultra occasionally um, to to see him, and so the right. guy had basically no connection and then when the president switched, he started to have not only a couple world powers uh, wanting to come down on him, but now the one place where he was actually safe was turning on him as well. Uh, and so he was yeah. he, it seemed like he was genuinely going insane um, and on top of all of that, he was running a website that was dealing with some of uh, the m- darkest things people are doing in this world. Um, right, and so he's he's knowing about all these things, yeah, which could not be good for your psyche. Um, so his behavior uh, that that's that's what they cited for when they kicked him out. The Ecuadorian government said that his behavior had become erratic, and they sure. deemed that he was dangerous for the people in Got the it. embassy um, because he was kind of becoming erratic and crazy. Um, well, uh, he goes to Sweden. He goes through his trial, and at this moment where we're sitting right now. Um, he has not been sent back to the US yet, but he's going to be sent to the US. There is a chance. It seems like uh, uh, the jury's still out on whether or not he's going to leave or not. Okay. Um, whether or not they're going to they're going to send him back out after after the sentence or not. Um, but there, but it's it's <clears throat> it's an interesting thing because there is a there's this big discourse where there's one side of the map says, hey, this information deserves to be public. The world deserves to know about um, bad things that are happening behind closed doors sure. from people in power, um, but then there's this other camp that it that thinks that um, these are things that compromise security um, True. and they are confidential for a reason um, and releasing them is um, bad to the safety of everybody involved within those nations, right? Um, and so it, it it is a moral gray area he's operating in for sure. Um, what's what's the most 
troubling about the scenario is at the end of the day, what Julian Assange is doing is he's publishing articles from other people from other sources. Uh, he is he Honestly, himself isn't the one doing all the things. No, and he's not going out and stealing these. There is in the case of Chelsea Manning. He did walk her through how to steal it. Sure, um, but it, it, he's and, basically just a vessel. Yeah, at the end but, of the day, he's a reporter. He is like mm. any news source that has a source that told them something anonymous anonymously and he published it. And so the precedent that's being set here is genuinely a very um, a nerve wracking situation because if the US does go try him, um, one, he's not even an American citizen. Um, yeah. And so for them to try him on the grounds of anything close to treason doesn't make any sense because he's not he's not an American citizen. Um, but then two, it calls into question the entire thing of journalism because if you're not safe to publish something that a source comes from you, no matter who it's going to harm, um, that puts us in a really weird spot sure. going forward. But if he's helping gain access to classified information, then that itself is a crime. That itself is a crime, but that is the lowest citizen or not. That's the lowest sentence he's facing. I right. think that's a seven year sentence and I'm saying like he's if they facing, try him for that. That seems fair to me. Yeah, I would I know they're that. not trying to. I know that that's not what we're really going for. Yeah. You know, so out of uh, he's facing, I think in the US is 120 year sentence. Jeez. Um, he's the helping aiding for those at home. That is like uh, that's like 500. That's 5,200 something weeks. That's that's 100 years, right? And then so he's, he's looking at like, you know, that's a lot of weeks. He's looking at over 6,000 weeks. Thanks in Mike's office. Thanks for bringing that. Hey, down, can you uh, <laughs> Mike? Uh, I know you just got this fancy office and stuff, but this guy's going to live here for <laughs> the next 6,000 6, weeks, 200 weeks. Yeah. So yeah. he's really been a crew in that PTO. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I think it, the aiding and abetting, aiding and abetting Chelsea Manning is a seven year sentence. Sure. The rest of that is 120 years and that is all just you told our secrets. Um, yeah, and that to me is sketchy because yeah. yeah, because at the end of the day, let's be honest, what he did is no different than what all a whistleblower does. All these other all these other news sources that are talking about what's happening sure. in Ukraine, uh, he's didn't do anything different. They, he had a source who told him about war crimes that a world power is committing somewhere else in the world, right? Um, and but it didn't make the world power look good, so. Here's what I think about classified documents, yes, right? There are some it. classified documents. There's probably documents within that seven hundred fifty thousand dollar page, like seven hundred fifty thousand dollar, seven hundred fifty thousand page. pages. Yeah, that it's not the uh, the bad PR pieces mm -hmm. that they would be worried about. As much yeah. as it is, there's included in that would be strategy and important things that are needed to be keep quiet yeah. because if they're using it in this tactical procedure. They're probably yeah. using it in other tactical procedures and if that's out then they can't do that anymore and endangers yeah. their soldiers, right? So yeah. there are pieces of that that I understand as far as classified Absolutely. leaking classified Absolutely. things. Yeah, so but what I don't like is whenever that just becomes oh the government's hiding stuff because the government's sketchy yeah. and it's like well no, but sometimes yeah. in order to negotiate you don't have you don't want to have all your cards on the table and yeah. just be like okay. How do we do this when you're negotiating deals with countries with that have bad motives yeah. or when you're going to the yeah. table with China or Russia or yeah. North Korea or whatever it might Nuclear be powers. Yeah. yeah, other other powers that you've yeah. got. You've got to have some stuff absolutely to either absolutely. offer or to say okay and you can't just have all those things out. So I'm not saying 
I, there because there's some that would have the attitude that just by having classified information that is sketchy and it's yeah. like no yeah that's how politics works. That's how life works. We that's all have how classified life works. documents. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but uh, if you're going to go after somebody for and that's where I go. It, it makes sense if they're going out if going after them for the documents that were released that would then endanger either yeah. future relations with other superpowers yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. But if you're going after them for the PR bad, you know, then that's a whole other which is what it, it I mean, that's what it feels like. It feels like it's, it's always going to be framed that way though. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's fair. It's always going to so, feel that way. Uh, it, the, I think the question is the the major issue is what precedent will this set? Sure, um, because you need we need a society where uh, uh, publishers and reporters have the ability to shine a light on terrible things happening in Agreed. our world. Um, but if it if something like this is were to happen and he were to be arrested and face this sentence, sure. Um, I think it I think it could very severely um, hamper someone's desire to do something like that. Oh, for sure. In the future and and, and it, I think it opens the door to allow those sorts of right. proceedings right, right, to occur. Right. And I'm on the side of like, yeah, we should definitely yeah. you know encourage free press. Yeah, but at the same time, we can't just vilify a government for having yeah. secrets. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we can't. I think it's. I think. I think the thing is, and not secrets. Secrets, secrets has a bad combination. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. Should the government operate with more transparency when it comes to uh, bad image things? Yeah, for sure. I think. I think when you look at things like, and and I mean. I don't know if we would ever see a day where the government would act like this, but I think the best way to behave when someone within your organization makes a mistake, you have to acknowledge that publicly and you have to right. talk about what you're and doing. Yeah, not even that. just government. This goes to yeah. churches. This goes to businesses. Yeah. This yeah. goes to you know, personal relationships. Mm-hmm. The same way of like, if you hurt somebody, you have yeah. to acknowledge that and own up and where governments and corporations and individuals get in trouble is when they just go had it. <laughs> Well, you know, oh, can you believe that that girl told you that I was sleeping with her on the side? Mm-hmm. I can't believe her for doing that. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, but you were cheating on your wife with her. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, yeah, but she's crazy and does. she shouldn't have said that. You know, yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, I think there has there has to be an acknowledgement and there will be consequences for that. But um, but yeah, putting it in the dark and leaving it in the shadows is why there are so many people who don't trust Governments and that's the other thing I'm saying people, is yeah. that you know there's a lot that gets swept under because it's classified. Yeah. But then there's also people who are like, oh well, if it's classified, that must mean that it's, it's bad. sketchy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not how anything yeah. works. Nothing yeah. works in a black and white way like that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Which I think is fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. Uh, so basically, where we're landing is instead of 120 years or 6,000 weeks, it should be 60 years or 3,000 weeks. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. And I would love for it to be. Um, I here's what I think his punishment should be. <laughs> I think this man should have to spend ten years managing an orange Julius in a mall. <laughs> you know, and I mean ten years, whether that mall is open or not. If that mall closes the in mall three closes. years, Old Navy moves out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just. They it's don't even turn him. the lights on anymore. It's, it's just, just him every day with a blender. Just he's making <laughs> smoothies for rats. <laughs> <laughs> and he's named them all some variation I was just gonna say. of Julie. 
Giuliano, July. Giuliano, <laughs> you went with Giuliano first. <laughs> Julia, Julian, Julian, Giuliano, and Giuliano is the first one you went with. <laughs> All right, I made you a smoothie. <laughs> All right, are we done? Yeah, I guess we can be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he's in there making smoothies. Yeah, and uh, the playlist still works, but it's yeah. just fiddle music. Things Alone Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.